Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hump Show. It's dead center of the work week. And since I was here on Sunday night, where were you? I was here New Year's Eve ringing in 2024 and also talking about Week 17 in the NFL. So, yes, this actually is the middle show of my work week. And here we are dead center halfway through this hump show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS, because you have a couple of minutes left to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. First one of the new year and also on our Facebook page. And right now, my Twitter is more about fleas in my house, on my dog, than it is about anything to do with sports. (laughs) Though we are asking you of the possible candidates on the NFL coaching carousel this offseason, who would you trust to guide your team? All right, so these are candidates, not coaches that are securely employed by one of the other teams in the league. So we're talking about Frank Reich. Maybe a Jim Harbaugh, great suggestion. Are we potentially seeing Dan Quinn on the market? Now, will he go through interviews? He seems to think or he seems to indicate that he will. But remember last year, he decided to stay put. Ben Johnson is another candidate, the Lions OC. Speaking of Ben Johnson, his name invoked, in fact, yelled in ecstasy by one Dan Miller over the weekend. We'll get to that coming up. If you've heard the call, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe an Arthur Smith, maybe a a Mike Vrabel. What about Ron Rivera or Bill Belichick? Which of these coaches would you take as the guy to fix your team or run your team right now? Our phone number is 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. I know that sometimes recycled head coaches, I don't want to say they get a bad rep, but teams shy away from them because just maybe there's a reason why they weren't successful at their last place. But I think if you look at a coach like, say, Mike McCarthy in Dallas, who took a year off after getting fired by Green Bay, if you look at Doug Peterson, Peterson, of course, was the Super Bowl-winning coach in Philadelphia. Got let go to wait a little bit before he surfaced in Jacksonville to fix the mess Urban Meyer had made. 
And man, what a great pairing with Trevor Lawrence. Now they've got a division title from 22 season and are in a win and a win and get in or a win and defend their title situation in week 18. We know about Bill Belichick's Hall of Fame resume. Of course. But would you rather have a guy like a Jim Harbaugh or a Ben Johnson? Or would you give Brandon Staley another shot? There's all kinds of names that will be floated out there. Some are new, some are proven. There's no guarantee. But which route would you go? Which coach would you trust? Again, on Twitter, After Hours CBS, and then our Facebook page, and you can send your questions for Ask Amy Anything just over a half hour from now. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. It's been a debate raging since Saturday night. Here it is Tuesday night going into a Wednesday morning, and people are still talking about the end of the Lions-Cowboys game under the lights at AT AT&T Stadium. Goff takes turns, fakes the give to Montgomery, sets the pocket, throws, ends zone wide open. It is caught. Taylor Decker, two points. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Oh, baby. Jared Goff to Taylor Decker. The Lions have the lead. What a play. What a playbook. <laughs> loved Ian Miller, loved the call, actually heard it live at the time it was happening. Because even though I was watching the game, I was listening to the Lions radio network. Dan's great. He's been on the show multiple times, and we really enjoy his flair for obvious reasons. And so he's invoking the name of Ben Johnson, the OC, for the call that was drawn up and executed to near perfection, except it wasn't for a couple of reasons. Not only because, according to the officials, Taylor Decker did not report as an eligible receiver, but also because there was an illegal formation. So this is something we kind of heard since then. After going back and looking at the film, there was an illegal formation used anyway. And so even if the officials had gotten the, the report correct, And Taylor Decker instead of the other player. So it's kind of a he said, he said now. The officials are saying it was a different lineman who reported as eligible. That's what we communicated to the Cowboys. Decker is saying I reported as eligible. The NFL is ticked about, well not ticked, but the NFL is now emphasizing that this sleight of hand, this attempted deception That's not something they want to see moving forward. And again, what we've heard is that it was an illegal formation anyway. Because of the way the guys lined up. So Dan Skipper, another tackle. As as an eligible player, right? So they thought he was eligible. And then he was next to the tight end, blah, blah, blah. It's it's really in the weeds. Just know that there were, according to the officials, multiple illegal elements to that play that obviously was waved off. The Lions then tried again. That was also waved off on a penalty. And still, instead of just going for the kick and the tie, <laughs> the Lions try a third time. 
and are unable to get that two-point conversion, I mean, at some point, you just give up. Like that, That's it. We, this is clearly not our night. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, so we heard from Dan Campbell, and he said that's it. Controlled fury, focused in the right direction. I'm, good. I'm moving on. I'm thinking about week 18. We will use this as fuel. I got pure octane right now. I woke up. I'm ready. Dan Campbell was born ready. I believe it. And according to Tom Brady, that's what you got to do. You can't sulk, pout, blame officials. Nah, this is how you use it moving forward. The thing I'd say you don't want to do is you can't say, well, it didn't go our way. We're going to let it last for another week, not finish the season strong, not go into the playoffs, playing our best football, and then use as an excuse if you do lose to say, well, the reason why the season didn't go away was because of what happened in this particular call. And I just don't think that's the attitude that Coach Campbell has, you know, has taken. No, it definitely isn't. In fact, it's the opposite, right? What Campbell has done is try to turn this into a positive. And I like that. And and Brady obviously highlights that. The only thing you can do if you're the Lions is try to control what you can control, which is what's ahead of you. And it's, you know, you, you play these games and there's been a lot of them over the course of my life. That's this season. A lot of things don't go your way. A lot of things do go your way. And if I was in that locker room, hopefully that would bring us together to say, all right, guys, you know, we got a tough break. Didn't go the way we wanted or, you know, what we thought we did. The referees didn't see it the same way. And what are we going to do about it? Are we going to sulk and bitch and complain? Or are we going to deal with the reality of the situation and move forward and try to play our best football going into the final week of the year and then obviously going into the playoffs? Tom Brady on Let's Go on Sirius XM NFL Radio. But did you know that actually he sounds more like Mr. Rogers in in parts of his show? We're all in this journey in this game of life. And are we trying to be undefeated? It's impossibly undefeated in life. It's nearly impossible to be undefeated in sports. But what we can do is approach every day with a good attitude, with the right you know, set of actions that reflect our priorities. Oh, Lord. And we try to make the best of every situation, <laughs> knowing that it's not always going to go our way. And even sometimes if we do the right thing, it doesn't go our way. And you know what? There's sometimes where we do the wrong thing and it does. And maybe it balances out over the course of our life. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> wow. So altruistic. So admirable. Sounds like something you might tell daughter Vivian. We're all in this journey in this game of life. (laughs) Sometimes it doesn't go your way. Sometimes it does go your way, but it's not going to be perfect. So how do you handle it, Viv? Maybe it balances out over the course of our life. Maybe it doesn't. How do you handle it when things don't go your way? Goodness. He could. He could step in from Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. (laughs) Interesting. Coming up in 2024, we will hear and see Tom Brady as the top analyst for the NFL on Fox, but that's down the road. He's clearly practicing. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Nah? I, like, I'm ready for him to not be on Sirius XM NFL radio anymore, although it sounds like he's going to continue that as well. 
He sounds great, and we like every time we play clips of him. Like he's so insightful now, and he's well spoken. But to and hear, he's more open. He's very more, very much so. But to have him calling games, it's just gonna be bizarre to me at first. I feel like maybe we'll get used to it real yeah. quick. Maybe not. But well, people said the same thing about Tony Romo. Right. That took some getting used to. I think less so for athletes that well, a if they're not quarterbacks already, there's a different type of a profile. But, yeah, guys that we watched do it for so long who are Hall of Famers, it's different, right? Uh, when you're a Hall of Famer, there's a certain cachet that comes with it. But Tom Brady's the best ever to play the game. And he was always very tight-lipped when he was in the Belichick system, right? He didn't say much. He never gave bulletin board material. He was the company guy. Yeah. Not that he didn't have emotions, not that he didn't have frustrations and disappointments, but he never spoke of them. He put him on the field. Now you've got him going into a TV booth where they're going to expect color. That's that's the whole point. You're the color analyst. I think Greg Olson does a real good job. He and Kevin Burkhardt have a great rapport. But Greg knew that this job was Tom Brady's. Everybody knew the job was Tom Brady's. Um, and honestly, Greg can easily get a job somewhere else. There, there will be a spot for him if he wants to continue broadcasting. I think the hard part about Tom Brady is how do you criticize guys on the field because he was one of them for so long you have to be willing to criticize not that you're ripping guys up one side and down another um it's how you fight so i sometimes talk about this with the relationships when you have an argument or have a debate or you're criticizing a particular person for an action don't bring all the history into it just focus on the moment or the play in his case that you're seeing unfold. No need to make blanket statements, right? No need to say always or never. Just focus on what's happening. And don't focus on the person, focus on the action, right? But those are things that sometimes in the moment, I think we, anybody who listens to sports broadcasting on a regular basis knows when a host has just, he's gone over his skis or she's gone over her skis. There's no need to call someone a moron. There's no need to call someone trash. There's no need to talk about how someone's the worst in the history of the NFL. I mean, none of that is true. Just focus on the play in front of you. And what I tell former athletes, because sometimes I have former athletes who are making the jump to the dark side, as I call it, uh, I tell them, use the knowledge you have that the majority of the American populace does not. You were in the arena you know what it was like to be in this situation, to take a snap with all the pressure and all the focus on you. If Tom Brady can use that, he'll be brilliant because he clearly can communicate. He's a good talker. We just didn't see or hear as much of it when he was in New England. But he's he's had great success as now a podcast host. Um, he's really popular in terms of being a guest. So he's with the Mannings and he does all kinds of other stuff. If he can tap into the wisdom and experience that very few humans have ever had. I mean, he's got that advantage. He can tell stories and share insight and wisdom and experience that only maybe an inth of the population can even grasp. Especially with the way that he saw the game and saw the field. Right. If he can communicate exactly. that and translate that into words. Yeah, you can tell special. he's practicing with his, right. with his podcast, to be sure. All right, so that's the Tom Brady Mr. Rogers' approach, it's good wisdom. You, the, the Lions don't want to drag this forward, and Dan Campbell seems to have that same perspective. But what about the Dallas side of things? 
Jerry Jones was asked about it on his weekly appearance on our Dallas affiliate 105.3 The Fan with Sean and RJ. There were many times in that entire sequence of plays, uh, the plays before it, the one where we got the whipping or the tripping penalty mm-hmm. uh, really impacted our decision-making. We were obviously trying to score, and uh, that was a critical play. There were a lot of plays that happened there, and uh, I just can't believe the uh, convoluted way that uh, uh, we ended up uh, winning that ball game. I can't believe it, but uh, uh, from the standpoint of, of uh, the old adage that one play doesn't do it, in this particular series, it didn't do it. There were a lot of different plays that were uh, penalties that were called there, starting with our tripping penalty that uh, influenced that was uh, that were questionable. So he's pointing to, hey, the officials also missed the tripping penalty, which we had talked about. That was the drive beforehand. It was called on a cowboy. It was supposed to be called on Aiden Hutchinson, according to the NFL. Now, this crew that worked the game is expected to be downgraded and not work the playoffs. But do you know what game they're working this weekend? Steelers-Ravens. Oh, hey, let's put them right back out there on a nationally televised stage. (laughs) It's your chance at redemption. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And it's, by the way, it's not just for this game. So don't get it wrong. The crew's not getting downgraded because of this one particular game. They were also the same. So these crews work as groups all season long. And they were also, it includes Sarah Thomas, by the way, uh, the, the, the element that I kept seeing from people. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it was the majority, but I did see from a few people on social media on Saturday is, oh, let's invite some more women to be refs, which by the way, there are no female refs. There are at this point only a couple of female uh, judges. But anyway, uh, it's it's not because she's a female. The entire crew is responsible and there is a lead guy. Uh, and so he could, they can always change their minds, overrule, get it right. Brad Allen is in charge of that crew. So that crew is working a game this weekend, but because they've had a couple of higher profile mistakes, not all mistakes are created equal, right? The NFL can't stand when you're in the spotlight or when it's in the spotlight for a bad call. Can't stand it. And so sometimes it's just about the backlash. It's just about the repercussions. It's just about the bad pub. Trust me, the NFL does not look at every mistake the same. If nobody's talking about it, the NFL doesn't really care. If everybody's talking about it like Lions, Cowboys, well, then they're going to take action. Another step they took, and I think this is really interesting, is that they sent a video to all the various teams reminding them that players are the ones who have to properly report as eligible receivers in these situations. That it's not on the officials. I mean, the officials have to communicate it. But the video, and this this was quoted, Walt Anderson, the NFL senior vice president. So somebody got a hold of the video and shared it with a member of the media. That's just how these things work. It is the responsibility of the player to be sure that change in status is clearly communicated to the referee by both a physical signal with his hands up and down in front of his chest and to report to the referee his intention to report as an eligible receiver. It seems a little bit redundant. In other words, it's on the player. And if you fail to communicate it in a way that's either audible or you use the the signals, the hand signals, 
Maybe you have to do both. Either way, the onus and the responsibility fall on the player, not the official. The official in a you know loud stadium needs to get both the hand signals and to be able to hear it. And we know that two other Lions offensive linemen also went up to the referee to try to confuse the Cowboys on who actually was going to be eligible. I mean, there was that deception. And the NFL's not down with that either. So when I say this, just know that it's coming from a place of love. The NFL thinks the Lions have zero, zero platform to stand on. And you try to make the NFL look bad, they're going to come back at you with all the ways that you screwed up. (laughs) So now there's a a league-wide video. It may not be controlled fury for Mike McCarthy, but yeah, he's he's done talking about it too. Frankly, I just think it's the National Football League. I, I think we all clearly understand how hard it is to win a game each and every week. Um, I, I think if there's ever a time in our season where we just got to really lock down and keep the keep the blinders on because it's right in front of us, and you know, and everything we've been doing today is about Washington. All right, so good. Let's neat, tidy, tie a bow on it, move on. I've got controlled fury. <laughs> I've got controlled fury. <laughs> Couple minutes left to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. Seems to be a veritable consensus on Facebook, at least so far, that you all would take Bill Belichick as the head coach of your team, which I think is smart. I like, I like your intelligent answers there. Who else? Frank Reich, Ron Rivera, both veteran head coaches. Or would you go Ben Johnson? Would you go Dan Quinn? He's also a former NFL head coach and really good with the defense in Dallas. Big D, if you mean. Sorry, I've got an interesting one. You're just coming in on Twitter. Would anyone interview Matt Patricia? Wait, is he still in the Patriots staff after last year being the OC? No? Well, where is he now? Let me confirm. I'm not sure. I haven't thought about his name in a while. Let me confirm. I haven't either. But I thought... He was still with, hmm. No, he's in Philadelphia. Philly. He's in Philly. Why? I, you're right. I haven't heard his name I in a long time. Yeah. I knew he was still coaching, but he's back on the defensive side of the ball. He's a defensive play caller. Huh. Not the coordinator. The play defense, de facto defensive coordinator is what it says here as his like official title. I don't think that's official. <laughs> right, yeah. De facto, defensive <laughs> coordinator is not official, Jay. <laughs> Wikipedia it is. <laughs> oh, no. All right, coming up, your chance to ask Amy anything. But between now and then, another highlight reel moment for one of the best basketball. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All players in the country. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hump Show on After Hours. On NBC Sports, the reigning National Player of the Year does it again. Man, she is so much fun to watch, and she brings such moxie as well. It's not just about her ability to drain threes from the logo, which is one of her favorite places from which she can shoot, uh, but it's also the stage, right? It's also that ice water in her veins. Uh, It's the fact that she will take any shot and does, I don't want to say she's impervious to pressure, but she ratchets up her game and tends to play better the larger the stage. Uh, It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So this was Iowa and Michigan State, uh, and it looked like Iowa might not actually be, so this was a game, that was tied in those final few seconds uh, might not get a good look at the end there. And they might've been headed to overtime. Um, but the key for Iowa for the Hawkeyes is to put the ball in Clark's hands. And she has a move that she loves where she fakes right and then does the step back uh, and launches and, Not only is it a move she's practiced, I'm sure, uh, thousands and thousands of times, um, but it's one that is, even with very little time left on the clock, is effective because of how quickly she releases the basketball. So, yeah, this was another buzzer beater for Caitlin Clark. Definitely wanted to wait and take the last shot as soon as the clock ran out. Um, but those are situations we kind of work on at the end of practice every single day. And um, we ran a play to inbound the ball, got it cleanly. And Molly did set a clean pick on my girl, but Hannah's defender was up guarding her pretty well. So 
Um, I think it kind of almost worked out in my favor because my girl kind of almost went for a steal a little bit and then I was able to get to my step back to my left, which is the shot I kind of want to get to a lot. So, um, and honestly, when it left my hand, I knew it was going in. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I could make that. And, you know, at the end of the day, maybe we didn't play our best today, but, you know, a win's a win. The Big Ten's really tough. Um, a lot of things we can get better at, like Coach Bluter said, you know, didn't shoot the ball very well. We didn't pass the ball very well. Um, you know, I can take better care of the ball, but... Um, yeah, a win's a win, so we're happy about that. Well, that is true. A win is a win is a win is a win, so good for Iowa. And certainly this is a fantastic way to start the new year. Uh, and it's fun, too, to watch the way that the fans respond to her. Uh, and so the way that she kind of walks to the other end of the court, and and not that she sang a whole lot, but you can just see it in her body language and, and definitely has uh, a, a flair for the dramatic. And it's theater, and she plays up to the fans. Uh, but what did she actually feel when the shot went in to beat the Spartans? I almost started laughing, kind of, honestly. Um, and then I just kind of ran to the other end of the floor, and um, my teammates were there and celebrating with them. And I think everybody was like, oh, thank God. Like, this game's kind of over with. We don't have to go to overtime. And, um, you know, it was ugly, but it was a win. And that's really all that matters at the end of the day. And, um, you know, we have, a, we have a road trip to prep for tomorrow. It's got to feel good, too, after a night in which she didn't shoot particularly well. I didn't realize this until I read it, but she tried 34 shots, which is the most she's ever tried in a single game and only made 14 of them. Uh, and really, it's a struggle to find any kind of rhythm to start the second half. But that's all gone when you hit the birdie putt. That's all gone when you hit the game winner at the buzzer from the logo. Another 40-point outing for Caitlin Clark, uh, who has now 10 of those in her career. By the way, if we go back to that highlight really quickly, just before we take our break, do you hear there's a microphone on the net or a microphone on the backboard? And the swish as the ball drains through the hoop and goes through the net is so clear. Listen to this. Davis, time winding down. Are they going to get the ball up in time? Clark for the win! Yeah! <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Sounds like a golf shot yeah. clean off the tee. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, and if you watch the TV highlight of it, it's also extremely clear there. So, yeah, it's, it's awesome. That noise is one of my favorite in all of sports. We've done a show on this. It's been a few years. Maybe at some point we'll do it again. In fact, it's, gosh, maybe been early in my after hours tenure, even as we start year 12, the best noises or sounds in sports. And as a radio host, that's what I dig. I dig those moments where the crowd goes wild. Uh, I dig those moments, those elements that if you don't hear them, you feel like something's missing. And there's a mic on the backboard, uh, and you can hear so clearly when the ball goes through the hoop. And it goes through with a pretty uh, rapid velocity because of how far out she took the shot. And it Up in time, Clark for the win! Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just super cool to hear that one particular moment, or as Jay says, there's, you know, the, the clean hit of a driver on a golf ball off the tee or the crack of the bat, right? We could go on and on about the the sounds in sports that you would recognize. It's like name that tune. I can name that tune in one note. Well, there are some of these sounds and noises from sports that are epic and that you know instantly what it is that you're Puck listening to. Crossbar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The clang, Ping. the clang off a crossbar. Or how about when, uh, and we hear this now because a lot of the uprights are mic'd as well. When a football clangs off an upright, <laughs> the double doing sometimes. <laughs> All 
right. That'll be a show for another day. Coming up next, Ask Amy Anything. You get your chance for the first time in 2024 to have producer Jay force me to answer your questions. I try. I try to come up with good answers. Sometimes I'm I'm caught unawares or caught without an answer, and it's very frustrating to me. So I can feel the pressure mounting. You are listening to the After Hours Pod. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. I am so pleased with myself. I finally got out on time. We are starting 2024 on a a high note. I'm turning over a new leaf, which means I will not go so late in the segment before Ask Amy Anything that I leave Producer Jay no time for your questions. But it's a new me in 2024, and this is a new year for Ask Amy Anything. This is the longest-running feature on After Hours, going back to the second year that I was here at CBS Sports Radio. And so I'm glad that you all still have questions. It essentially has remained the same the entire time. Really quickly, programming note, many of you have asked about wedding weekend and my wedding stories. I was waiting for producer Jay to get back. We're waiting for Marco to return. He is on the schedule for tomorrow night. It's, it's either... Fair warning, spoiler alert, whatever you want to call it. I get not everybody is interested in my personal life, and that is fine with me. I don't care if you are, but I'm letting you know that tomorrow night into Thursday morning will be at least half the show about the wedding, just so I can finally tell people about the experience. Again, many of you have continued to ask. I appreciate that. Thank you for caring. 
and sharing my joy. If that's not you, just be warned, that's tomorrow night. So just thinking here, going through these questions tonight, we did get a bunch of questions asking about, you know, post-wedding now. So I'm thinking that we might have to sprinkle them in throughout the show tomorrow. I didn't put them into here since tomorrow is like the, you know. It's the wedding wedding show. show. Yes. So I figure I could could put up another post maybe even before tomorrow's show for those questions. But I have a bunch already for tomorrow. You're the boss. You do what you need to do. Sounds good. So let's start here today for this edition. Fierce Turtle wants to know. Fierce Turtle. I like it. <laughs> now that you're back and getting used to the work schedule again, uh-huh. what's your go-to pick-me-up if you're feeling tired? Oh, well, it's coffee, but I have to limit my coffee intake because I, I don't want it to wear off. I need it to remain effective. So, yes, I don't have any clue what I would do if coffee did not exist. I wouldn't be working these hours if coffee did not exist. I need it. And so I try to limit myself. In fact, Jay and I both have very large coffee mugs right now, insulated coffee mugs that, um, gosh, mine's larger on the hump show. Yeah, so uh, I drink coffee when I wake up, whenever that happens to be in the afternoon, usually. Uh, And then I drink coffee again when I drive into work, and I still have a little bit left now. Uh, Sometimes Jay and I need an extra pick-me-up during the show, so we'll drink a Coke Coke Zero, a Dr. Pepper Zero, something like that. Uh, Most of the time, though, it's coffee. And now Bob wants to know, how do you adjust to work? Wait, Bob? A different Bob. Oh, how do you know it's a different Bob? True. Could be the same Bob. (laughs) So a Bob wants to know, how do you adjust to working overnights when you've had time off or extended period of time off? Yeah, it's tough. It hurts. I will admit going back to the overnight schedule last week. So Jay was still on vacation, but I did three shows last week from the After Hours Super Secret Home Base in Houston. It It hurts. The first couple nights back, I feel like I got hit by a truck. Like a semi just ran me over. Uh, There's really no easy way to do it, but I love time off because it's so nice to feel right side up for a while. And it takes me about two, three days, but then when I start sleeping at night, oh, it's glorious. The sleep is so much better at night than it is during the daytime. I miss sleeping for reals. Yeah. Does it ever feel odd to you when you go to sleep at night? Well, the first couple nights, sure, but not normally, especially this time of the year because it gets dark so early that you have time. Your body has time to adjust to it being dark. Mm -hmm. So we could take a nap at, say, 6.30, 7 o'clock in the evening, and it would already be dark. So, yeah, as long as it's dark. I sleep so much better when it's dark. It doesn't matter how many curtains or blinds I put up. Your your body knows. Your your circadian rhythms, they know when it's daytime. Your eyes know when it's daytime. Mm -hmm. So you just don't sleep as well. Oh, gosh. Anyway, Jenny, now we'll finish on the topic of nights and day. Jenny wants to know, when you have a day or night off, are you able to totally unplug or do you still keep up with anything sports going on? Well, it depends. So Saturday nights, I got to watch NFL right now. And that's not just week 18, but we know the first two weekends of the NFL postseason also feature Saturday games. So there, there's no way to get away from that. But also, uh, the, you know, there's other big events that take place. I am generally... No sports on Fridays. So Friday is my one day slash night where I try to completely get away from sports. And in fact, I've got my first date night as a married woman coming up on Friday. So that's sweet. But yeah, Saturdays uh, during football season, you can't really avoid it because it's either college or it's the NFL. Um, So yeah, I, I try to unplug, but it's usually only about 36 hours on weekends. 
I like this one who came in from Mike. Mike wants to know, what was your favorite sports story of 2023? Mm, let me think about this. Actually, it goes all the way back to the beginning of 2023 because, in fact, DeMar Hamlin and his yes. collapse on the field, but then his resuscitation uh, because of the quick thinking and the incredible skills of the athletic training staffs of both the Bengals and the Bills, but then also the treatment he received at the Cincinnati Hospital as well as back home in Buffalo. Uh, to know that the country came together in a vigil and praying for him and also the money that was donated to his foundation. I will never forget what that was like when the NFL essentially came to a grinding halt for two days to to pray for him, to support him, to be there for his family. And then when we finally got the news that DeMar Hamlin was awake and it's gotten better and better, right? Not only is he awake, but he is he's Still a young man with so much of his life ahead of him. I've been so impressed every time I've heard him speak about his experience. He's emotional. He doesn't hold back on what it was like. And he's still on the Bills roster. I know he hasn't played as much, but he is still an NFL player. And I am so grateful for not just his healing, but also the way he's determined to learn from that experience and to give back so that it wasn't wasted. His perspective on life Amazing. If every mid 20 something had the perspective of DeMar Hamlin, man, what a, you know, what a society, you know, we would be in heading toward the future. So I love that young man and I've never met him. I hope that someday I get to, but that's got to be my favorite sports story of 2023. There really was so much good to come out of oh, a so much. bad moment. Oh, there. not just a bad moment, but a scary moment, right. a, mo a, a life or death moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Uh, so here, this one, that doesn't have to be sports, could be. Matt wants to know, what is something that you're looking forward to in 2024? Well, Hawaii, honeymoon. People have asked me about the honeymoon, and uh, no, we did not take a honeymoon yet. We went away for a couple of days, but we chose to do the honeymoon week with our family. So it was holidays. We spent time with both sides of the family. In fact, we spent five days with family instead of doing a honeymoon. But in May, so... When, uh, when we finally get the house unpacked and organized in May, then we'll take off and we'll do two weeks in Hawaii. So that is number one on the bucket list. Number two is hiking Mount Washington. So Bob's decided he's going to get serious, even more serious about hiking in 24. And I put off Mount Washington last year. It's in my home state of New Hampshire. I've been on top of Mount Washington. I've never hiked it. So that's another huge experience for 24 that's on the list. Those are awesome things. Looking forward. Would you like to come? I, Not to I Hawaii. Would. Sorry, I can't invite you uh, on the honeymoon. Oh, I would. But. Could you imagine if I was like, hey, Bob, <laughs> hope you don't mind, but Jay's going to get an adjoining room. He thought he'd really like to go to Hawaii, too. You don't, you don't mind if he tags along, right? No big deal, right? He, we, won't, we won't even know he's there. <laughs> Barely noticing. <laughs> Dinner is no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> uh, this one comes from David. He wants to know, do you believe in miracles? Oh, of course I do. We see them all the time. Damar Hamlin was a miracle. I was just talking about that. Uh, but yes, in my own life, I see them all the time. Honestly, some people would say it's a miracle that I waited as long as I did and that I ended up with uh, the love of my life. I consider that a miracle after years and years of prayer. Uh, yeah, miracles happen all the time. Scott wants to know, what is your favorite frozen dessert? 
Klondike bars, baby. Nice. I love Klondike bars. I do not eat them on a regular basis, but I saw them in mom's freezer when I was in Houston, and I nearly ate all five of them. Oh, I love Klondike bars. What would you do for a Klondike bar? I would do pretty much anything for a Klondike. <laughs> I'll do tricks for a Klondike bar. <laughs> I haven't had one in a while, and now I really want one. See? Power of suggestion. Uh, another food one here. Jonathan wants to know, what's your favorite meal of all time? That's a tough one because I love, love, love seafood and I love coconut shrimp and I love any type of a dish that features a ton of seafood, lobster, crab, oysters, uh, squid, although some of you call it calamari. I've eaten octopus before. I love salmon. I love fresh fish. So I really do love seafood and fish, but I had the chance on New Year's Day, made my chili for Bob for the first time. Big hit. Do you know he actually started eating it before I was, like, even with him? So he started, he, he got his bowl. He went into the living room. We were watching football. And he's like, hey, babe, this is great. I was like, wait a minute. You didn't wait. You didn't wait for me to come in and see you try it for the first time, you big jerk. Anyway, yeah, chili's my second favorite food. One more here before rapid fire. Luna wants to know, have you ever done a polar bear plunge? Oh, absolutely I have. Not that oh. long ago in the Chesapeake Bay. And I have the video to prove it. I went, I was in the water for 90 seconds. The water was 35 degrees. I could not feel my bottom half by 30 seconds in. Oh, yeah. This was, this was the Maryland State Police, and it supported Special Olympics. Uh, it was, yeah, it was amazing. But I, I'm not joking. I could not feel my bottom half. And you'll love this. I tripped and fell flat on my face in the cold water. Oh, yeah, that's how you got in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll go rapid fire here. Rubber duck or rubber gloves? Rubber gloves. <laughs> Flamenco or tango? Flamenco? What's that? The dance. Oh, a tango. <laughs> Waltz or salsa? Salsa. Ice climbing or rock climbing? Rock climbing. Look to the future or reminisce about the past? No, let's look ahead, baby. Let's go. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 